Welcome to this Walnut Wednesday edition of the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. In addition to our special Walnut Wednesday report, we'll bring you a look at national and regional agricultural news here on the show today. And I'll start things off with a look at regional agricultural news right after this. Sponsored by the California Walnut Board and Commission. Supporting the industry with on-farm innovation through production research, advocacy for government programs, and driving consumer demand. Doing more together. California has submitted recommendations to Congress for the 2023 Farm Bill to inform upcoming deliberations by members of the House and Senate Agricultural Committees and our colleagues in national leadership. California's recommendations reflect the vital role that our state's farmers and ranchers proudly play in our national economy and in the health of our citizens, as well as the importance of continued management of risks due to the volatility presented by climate change and other threats to our land, our food, and our future, according to CDFA Secretary Karen Ross. As Congress deliberates the reauthorization of this essential legislation, we urge full consideration of the tremendous efforts of our farmers and ranchers to be responsible stewards of national food security and the truly unique natural and human resources that make California both a bounty and a beacon for our country. California's Farm Bill recommendations represent the participation and input of more than 100 diverse stakeholders and organizations gathered through five statewide public listening sessions, as well as various individual submissions and additional contributions from state government agencies. The recommendations reflect the scope of California's agricultural diversity and the themes shared by the organizations and individuals who participated in the process. The recommendations include having robust funding for food and nutrition programs, expanding conservation programs and climate and ecosystem investments, ensuring equity and accessibility, managing risk, including disasters due to climate volatility by ensuring access to the farm safety net, safeguarding marketing and trade programs, including specialty crops, strengthening national security through animal and plant health programs, investing in research, investing in sustainable pest management to better protect the health of farm workers, agricultural communities, and the environment, supporting organic agriculture, and maintaining forest health. The Farm Bill is an omnibus, multi-year legislation for major food and farm programs. The current Farm Bill, also known as the Agricultural Improvement Act of 2018, was enacted in December of 2018 and authorized $867 billion in spending over a 10-year period. A list of recommendations and details is available on the CDFA website. Jan Fruits Incorporated of Vernon, California is recalling all of its cases of 200 grams and 7.05 ounce packages of enoki mushrooms because they have the potential to be contaminated with listeria, an organism which can cause serious and sometimes fatal infections in young children, frail or elderly people, and others with weakened immune systems. The recalled enoki mushroom product was distributed in California to small local produce distributors or wholesalers for further distribution to retail stores within California and Hawaii. California almond growers are keeping up with pollinating their trees this season. After a bruising year of lower earnings, crop losses, and soaring production costs for growers, there still appears to be plenty of work for beekeepers who rent their hives to pollinate crops and whose insects rely on blossoming almond trees as a source of pollen to build their colonies. State almond acreage is down for the first time in 25 years, but beekeepers say a surplus of bees at the season's start has evaporated and demand for bees is robust again. 
U.S. Representative Jimmy Panetta and the San Luis Obispo County Farm Bureau held a town hall recently to connect local farmers, ranchers, and agricultural businesses with federal disaster resources following the recent storms. Local leaders as well as representatives from the USDA, Federal Emergency Management Agency, and Small Business Administration were able to answer questions and provide guidance on navigating disaster-related aid and programs. The storms caused significant damage to many farms and ranches in communities which are so important to the economy character and our nation's food supply, according to Representative Panetta. He says he's proud to have allocated for the critical federal support that our farmers, ranchers, and agricultural business owners will need to repair, recover, and return to normal. But he says our work is just beginning. He says now the hard work starts as we move forward and ensure that these federal agencies work with us and not against us. And San Luis Obispo County Farm Bureau Executive Director Brant Burchett said our local agriculture community is hurting and Federal assistance cannot come fast enough. On January 15th, President Joe Biden granted a major disaster declaration for the state of California following a letter led by Representative Panetta with the entire California congressional delegation urging the Biden administration to expedite support. On January 17th, President Biden amended his major disaster declaration to include SLO County opening up assistance for farmers, small businesses, and families. Representative Panetta encourages farmers, ranchers, small business owners, and residents in need of assistance in navigating storm recovery resources to contact his office. Contact information is on his website at panetta.house.gov. Agroplante is the leading manufacturer in specialty products. Agroplante formulates products that rise to the challenge of today's growing conditions. Saline and sodic soils reduce crop yield and cause significant crop losses. Agroplante developed Cation EX5 Plus with growers in mind to manage soil salinity. With multiple years of research, Cation EX5 Plus has proven to be an excellent source of calcium and an effective soil salinity manager. Run it through drip irrigation without any issues. Simplify your application method with innovative and efficient formulations. Alleviate salinity stress with CAT Ion EX5 Plus. Agroplante, imagination, innovation, science in action. I'm Taylor Charlstrom with My Ag Life, and here's a review of this month's top walnut articles in the March 2023 edition of West Coast Nut Magazine. At the top, we have a contribution from the California Walnut Boarding Commission on walnut health benefits gaining household awareness. Through nearly two decades of supporting walnut nutrition research, the commission has helped reposition walnuts in consumers' minds as a good-for-you food and has made walnuts known across the globe for their many health benefits, which hasn't always been the case. Walnuts once had low visibility as a healthful option, which the CWC set out to change through support of scientific research on how the consumption of walnuts affect human health. This research has uncovered many important and exciting findings about the effects of walnut consumption on heart health, cognition, cancer, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, gut health, body weight and composition, reproductive health, and more. As research deepened walnuts' association with nutrition and consumer health in late 2022, the FDA released an updated proposed definition of the term, quote, healthy, with walnuts meeting the proposed definition for the first time. As health research director for CWC, Carol Sloan, a registered dietitian, played a role in advancing health research on behalf of walnuts, Since her work at CWC began in 2000, Sloan not only helped implement and oversee active research studies internationally and domestically, 
She synthesized the scientific data for marketing programs and global consumer audiences, highlighted data findings for key stakeholders and health professionals, and relayed findings to the key personnel who influence public policy. Research showing the many benefits of walnuts has been beneficial in supporting recommendations for walnut consumption in the United States Dietary Guidelines for Americans, as well as providing evidence for including walnuts in the new FDA-proposed definition of, quote, healthy. In late 2022, Sloan capped her tenure with CWC by announcing her retirement. Another noteworthy Walnut article in the March issue by contributing writer Cecilia Parsons discussed an increase in black hole attributed to drought and excessive temperatures. In a tough price year, Walnut quality becomes paramount for growers. Large, light-colored kernels free from insect damage and mold garner the best returns, but in 2022, the ideal was elusive for many Walnut growers. At the 51st annual Tri-County Walnut Day held in Tulare, California, UC researcher Bruce Lampinen said that with increasing temperatures and uncertain water availability, walnut quality is going to be an increasing problem for growers, particularly in the southern San Joaquin Valley, but statewide as well. Over-irrigation or under-irrigation, walnut huskfly, navel orangeworm, Blight, Botryosphaeria, and Phomopsis are all known to have negative impacts on kernel quality. In 2022, it became evident that excessive daytime temperatures at critical walnut development stages can also impact walnut quality. Lampinen said walnut quality has been decreasing in recent years with blocks of higher value varieties, Howard, Tulare, and Chandler, delivering higher percentages of dark kernels. In-shell weights indicative of kernel percentage and or nut size have also been decreasing. Lampinen, as well as other researchers, growers, and walnut industry leaders said environmental causes, specifically high temperatures at critical stages of nut development, are causing quality issues. With the 2022 harvest, damage was widespread. He said many nuts had damaged holes on one side likely due to the September heat spell. Since the nuts were already at ambient air temperatures of 111 degrees Fahrenheit and higher, any nut in the sun at the warmest time of day in early afternoon could have reached 122 degrees Fahrenheit, the temperature at which pellicle damage occurs. Sponsored by the California Walnut Board and Commission, supporting the industry with on-farm innovation through production research, advocacy for government programs, and driving consumer demand doing more together. While some farm group members told members of the House Agriculture Committee about regulatory burdens, another House committee has advanced a joint resolution to overturn the Biden administration's Waters of the United States rule. The House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee passed a resolution calling for the repeal of the WOTUS rule on a 30 to 22 vote under the Congressional Review Act. The resolution will now go to the House floor. The Transportation Committee advanced the resolution while the House Agriculture Committee spotlighted regulations affecting farmers, including the WOTUS rule. When asked about his view of the rule under the Clean Water Act, Zippy Duvall, president of the American Farm Bureau Federation, called it the largest land grab of the federal government in history. Duvall said the changes in water rules from one administration to the next has become like a ping pong ball for farmers and ranchers. He says right now we don't know what an ephemeral stream is and whether it is a navigable water or a significant nexus, using some of the terms defined in the EPA rule. At least 24 states have filed lawsuits against the Biden administration 
Nation's water rule, while agricultural groups, including AFBF, have joined to intervene with those state cases. The lawsuits challenge the vagueness of the rule, along with arguments that it attempts to greatly expand federal oversight of smaller and intermittent waterways. USDA's Equity Commission presented its 2023 interim report to Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack. The 37-page report and its findings are based on the personal experiences and expertise of its members, their collaborative and in-depth review of USDA's programs and practices, and stakeholder input. Examples of the recommendations include offering new sources of capital to owners of heirs' property and fractionated land, as well as steps to prevent the creation of these types of property to reduce barriers to USDA programs in the future. Artero S. Rodriguez, co-chair of the Equity Commission and United Farm Workers President Emeritus, says the Equity Commission's recommendations address issues that are not new to USDA, but they do require a renewed commitment to improve access to programs and services for all stakeholders. But they do require a renewed commitment to improve access to programs and services for all stakeholders. The Farm Bill funding squeeze is on as farmers face increasing financial and regulatory headwinds amid competing nutrition interests in the next five-year ag bill. Those challenges were on full display at the House Ag Panel yesterday. From modus and restrictive pesticide and poultry rules to high inflation interest rates and input costs, plus low reference prices and labor shortages, ag is facing huge challenges. American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall on USDA's latest farm income forecast. A decrease in net farm income in 2023 down 15.9%. Adjusted for inflation, that's 18% drop. The same report estimates that farm ranch production expenses will continue to increase by $18 billion. That follows a record increase of $70 billion in 2022. Prompting this from Duvall on the next farm bill. We want to increase the baseline funding uh, uh, commitments on farm programs. We want to maintain a unified farm bill that includes nutrition programs and farm programs together. More than 80% of the farm bill is the nutrition title, and it will squeeze out other farm programs. National Farmers Union head Rob LaRue. Too often, I, I sometimes hear the farm bill described as a pie chart uh, that somehow doesn't move and that as a percentage of one program increases that it might impact or decrease others. And that relative comparison just isn't the way our kind of cyclical programs work, right? One can increase or decrease without a dramatic, uh, direct impact on any other budget. Not the view of many ag Republicans like Iowa Senator Chuck Grasley. Just from the, the budget score, and uh, what what has been done so irresponsibly, uh, particularly in the food stamp program, there's got to be a lot less spending. House GOP leaders have already directed committees to cut spending, while a House-White House face-off continues over raising the government's borrowing limit to continue funding the government. Senate lawmakers have reintroduced the Dairy Pride Act of 2023. The legislation would require non-dairy products made from nuts, seeds, plants, and algae to no longer be mislabeled with dairy terms such as milk, yogurt, or cheese. The reintroduction follows last week's Food and Drug Administration proposal allowing nut, oat, soy, and other non-dairy products to use the name milk. After record high fertilizer prices in recent years, the global fertilizer industry could be entering a new era, according to industry experts. But even though prices have fallen from record highs, elevated fertilizer prices will still have an effect on farmers across the globe. 
In addition, how investments are being made in the fertilizer industry is changing. Fertilizer producers are in the midst of decarbonizing, and this will have a huge effect on how nutrients are produced in the future. Laura Cross, Director of Market Intelligence for the International Fertilizer Association, said that the world fertilizer market is at a crossroads right now. One myth about fertilizer is that there is a shortage of fertilizer in the world. This is simply not true, she said. While there were several production issues last year led by Russia invading Ukraine, production levels really did not see as large of a decline as were expected after the war began. Global phosphorus fertilizer production actually increased from 2021 to 2022, according to Cross. And while nitrogen and potash production were curtailed somewhat during this time, the large drop-off in production was never seen. Global fertilizer production is expected to increase in 2023, with urea capacity up 2% and phosphorus production 7% higher, according to Cross. Potash production is expected to fall about 14%, but it would only be about a 5% drop compared to 2019. The other fertilizer myth is that prices are still at record high levels. Again, this isn't true, she says. After Russia invaded Ukraine, many thought fertilizer production would suffer and this would cause prices to skyrocket. That did not happen. And according to Josh Linvel, Vice President of Fertilizers for Sonex, Russia continues to export fertilizers across the world despite sanctions from certain countries. Russia is the world's leading producer of anhydrous and sanctions have not stopped production of the nitrogen fertilizer. The nation's urea production has also been able to continue in part because this is a product that is easily transported, once again, according to Linville. JCS Marketing is your number one way to connect with the ag industry. Through print magazines, digital media, podcasts, and live and virtual events, JCS Marketing has the reach to inform, educate, and influence growers in the Western United States. Everywhere you go, you see West Coast Net Magazine on every one of my customers' tables. So that tells you everything. That's, that, it's there, so they're reading it. Our My Ag Life platform includes podcast interviews and digital articles for busy professionals on the go. Our live events, continuing education webinars, and virtual conferences help growers connect with leading researchers and industry leaders. Let JCS Marketing help you connect. That will wrap up today's show. You've been listening to the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm Lori Boyer. From all of us here at the JCS Marketing Team, thank you for listening. (laughs) 